Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Marana, Maranasta. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the release of your power. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. Uh, did anybody get any interpretation or... Jesus, for I will thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For I will give you praise. For I will give you praise. Posefene, Hegrina, Prosethin, Tevenegera. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Father, we Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Father, for your spirit. Thank you for the utterance of your spirit. Thank you for the grace that you released in our heart that you just released here. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for Rina Hargam for releasing and pouring your spirit in our heart for pouring your spirit to be made available. Thank you for helping us to find mercy. Thank you for mercy. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. Father, as we go into to your word today, we ask for help. Help us to learn of your mercy. Help us to be edified. Give us grace in our heart. Thank you, Father. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, I welcome everyone. Amen. I welcome you. It's good to see you all. Just uh, quickly greet. Hi. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, following the, the news. Looks like they will soon release each and every one of us to be more than ten. I think I think is in effect. It's already the day. We are twenty-five now. Okay, good. So moving forward, I guess 
we're, we're a little bit, we have more flexi, flexibility. Mm. So, anyone that wants to, to come, please, you're free to. Amen. Uh, God is helping us. And uh, you know, in this in this time, it's not it's not it's also not good to be alone. Yeah, it's not good to be alone. When I say alone, I mean in the in the journey. Uh, when it comes to uh, your faith, it's not good to be alone. You should have uh, like brethren, and there's a there's a need for communion uh, because uh, faith is strengthened when men commune together. So one uh, iron sharpened iron. As one man sharpened the countenance of the other, and the scripture says, as one, iron sharpened iron, as a, one man sharpened the other. The version says, sharpened the countenance. So when you say sharpened the countenance, means there's, there's, there's a way you are lifted, and the way you commune in the spirit. Yeah? It's a different thing when <clears throat> what's around you is, is mostly just a conversation that wouldn't help your spiritual growth. And uh, there's a tendency to draw back. And the moment uh, there's that separation, there's, if there's a disconnect between you and the brethren, then there's, there's a high tendency to draw back. Because what happens is there, there won't be, you know, it's, it's not just ordinary to have you no know, brethren. There's, a, there's, a, there's you know, I don't know what, is it a Nigerian proverb or something? So there's strength in numbers. Yeah? I, I think they stole that thing from scripture. Uh, they must have stolen it from Bible, because when you say there is strength in numbers, it means you know there's a, there's a way one man encourages the other. Uh, it's good, it's good not to be alone. Even go, even when God created Adam, He told him it is not good for man to be alone. So that's that's from the beginning. God has set it right from there that ah, it's not good for men to be. Alone, whether a man or a woman, it's not good to be alone. And right from the beginning, God knew that. Ah, Adam, don't be alone. No. He gave Adam Eve, and so Adam also needed companion. Right? Uh, it's not just. You know, imagine if only Adam was the one walking in the garden and doing everything that God is. After a while, you would be like, "How is happening now?" You go and look for other things to do, because you know there won't be much strength. To continue, yeah, only me. God saw that it was no good. So God had foresight. Ah, it's not good for man to be alone. And so each and every one of us, we should be uh, open and make sure that we are not alone. The fellowship must continue. Even if you are not coming here uh, amongst the brethren, make sure that you are not alone. Amen? Amen. It is important so that... Uh, Satan will not uh, use a, is it a footstool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will not use a footstool to enter because he's looking for any opportunity to draw back. Why? Because he knows that once men start, start journeying and they are growing, uh, even though Satan notices, ah, you are growing, but in his heart he does not want you to continue. So he will look for every way. Anyway, and there's a way God just, I mean, Satan has put different things around men to, to draw them out. Amen? Every single thing that we see around us, 
is, is, is designed to draw us out of fellowship. And we too, we should be wise. If Satan has put a insurance around me, in case he's not there, I'm not here, but let me put insurance around me so that by the time I'm not there, there is something at least that is doing something to them while I'm gone. We too, we should be wise to make sure that we don't break the, uh, the connection, the fellowship. It should continue so that we are strengthened day after day. Amen. Ah, you know, Satan is very wicked. You know, because we say coronavirus, not everybody, you know, we as a, some people will just take liberty. Ah, I'm going away. See, yeah. see, liberty. You know what? Let me go and take. Let me go and take a break from fellowship, or maybe they've been forcing you to fellowship before. Ah, this is ah, this coronavirus. Is, thank you for for giving me room to breathe, and then the the, the brother will disappear. Or see, they just disappear. Uh, and that one is Satan. Satan, Satan is wicked. The moment that heart is then you now notice that the things you begin to give yourself to will be totally different. Eh? Now, if you are someone that is already joining and then you are maybe you are trying to focus on God's word and grow, just notice that things will just start happening around and then being pulled. But there's something the fellowship of the brethren does. It makes sure that the what we have in view is constantly there, right? And we are constantly looking towards something. Uh, that is different from the world. Amen. So it's, it's not a coincidence that there are churches too, right? Imagine now that people can't, couldn't go to church and there's a lot that is happening. Uh, you know, this is the time you really prove, prove men that are Christians. Uh, will you still be faithful and be going to online? Where is your online church? You know that online church is you know, at your discretion. Let's see. You know, some people will take liberty, they will use it well, you know, because their heart is already connected, it's already arranged, it's aligned in the spirit. And uh, they, let, let's put it this way, they are no longer uh, children in the spirit, right? They know that the fellowship ah, is important too, so they won't miss it. And, but some that is still waving, say, mm, okay, 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 maybe today they will do church, maybe next, they wait for the next, uh, maybe two or three Sundays, okay, okay. I won't, I won't do church again today. And then later, when it just means that it's when they are convenient, when it's convenient for them, they just desire, decide to go and fellowship. But it's important that we keep, we keep the, the fellowship going and that heaven will help us. Amen? Let us make sure that we are steadfast in the things uh, pertaining to God. Amen? I just felt to, to share that. Uh, sometimes when it's only 30 minutes, we just just share what we have. You know, some, I'm really, really, really keeping open to keep to time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, in the view of that, I uh, just wanted to uh, just breeze quickly on just the expression this morning. Um, I believe it's also important to understand. Uh, I just, as we were singing, I just felt a, a resting on that particular song. It said, uh, nothing satisfies. Most importantly, nothing satisfies. So you and your father will suffice. And then come and manifest yourself to me. Amen. Now that song is, is actually a prayer. 
and the prayer in the spirit. Um, I feel that that prayer is actually answered. Um, <clears throat> and I feel that there is a release for every everyone that is are positioned and is sincerely looking for that. Now, as we are singing this song, you know, sometimes when you are you know, journeying, you, know, you may think you have it all. And then the more we sing the song, the more I see the depth in my heart that needed to be filled. I'm like, ah! So when they say nothing satisfies, you know, it's as if you've known, oh yeah, not, I know it's nothing satisfies, it's only God. You know, but there's a difference between a mental knowledge and, act, and actually a, a depth in the heart that has come to the manifestation of that understanding, right? The heart has moved and has really, really understood, ah! Nothing really, really satisfies and then you are asking for, for more. Now, once nothing satisfies, means you are looking for something to satisfy you inside, to, to answer to something within. Eh? All of us, one way or the other, we are, looking, we are looking for that thing somehow. Eh, the more, I, uh, the more I, I was seeing that, the more I was just seeing how much is available in the spirit. Honestly, the, the things in the spirit, the things in the spirit that is actually meant for us, honestly, our eyes are far from it. Why? See, this world is a problem because this world limits how far men can see. Why? Because most of our understanding is arranged around the understanding in this world. Even when we want to ascend into the spirit, we even still try to use natural things eh? to also try and judge, even though we are spiritual people, but we still try to use natural things somehow to, to judge ahead, to judge spiritual things. But it's not so. That just shows us how far we are from reality. We are far from reality. The spirit, the spirit is full of substances, far beyond natural comprehension, far beyond. Those things, and those things are meant for you and me. They are meant for to answer to something inside you. They are meant to answer a, a longing inwardly. Sometimes we don't even know that longing. Sometimes we don't know what that longing is. That's why we keep looking for things here and there, here and there, here and there. You know, different things we put our hands into. Some we shouldn't even put, some things we shouldn't even come there. But, you know, because we don't have spiritual guidance, we just throw hands in there. Amen. And there is so much, so much, much more in the spirit for us to access and for us to, to receive as blessing. So much more. So much more. So much more. And as we were seeing, I just began to see the depth of, of heart, souls. I, just, I was just seeing depth. Depth. Depth in the heart. Depth in the soul. Your, I say your souls are deep. Very deep. Very, very deep. That's why it will be hard to comprehend. It will be very hard to comprehend anything uh, spiritual if we are supernatural. We are still, should we are fighting not to be natural. Eh? Oh, let me not be natural, let me be spiritual. Ah, okay. Eh? That one is just the beginning. The journey, the journey is far, far. 
I said the journey is far. There is so much more in the spirit. That's why, you know, in my heart, I'm like, ah, God, each one of us, every one of us, wherever we are, we are still playing eh, with the substance that we have in the, in the spirit. Just that little one that, you know, we are hearing preaching here and there, be spiritual, be spiritual, be spiritual. And we are saying, mm, okay, okay, be spiritual. And it means nothing. Hey, ah, I'm just praying for mercy. That heaven will quicken, quicken us. Amen. We need mercy. And I, I, I believe that mercy is given. Yes, I believe mercy is given for us to access those things. Amen. Amen. Mercy is given to us to access those things. I'll just begin, I'll just see, like I said, I was seeing that depth in the heart and seeing how much more we needed to be filled. Mm. How much more we needed to receive things. Now, that song was that we actually, we were touching substance in the spirit. Yeah? As we were praying, as I sat down, and, and I was just singing the song, and I began to wail in the spirit. Mm. It's not even really, it's, it's an utterance in the spirit. Yeah? It's an utterance in the spirit. It's also a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. And as that demonstration was going on, there were things that were happening that was, I was seeing just in my heart. One is to also explain it, and two, there's actually a release in the spirit. Because as that thing was just resting on me, I, just, I felt full. And out of that fullness, I was overflowing with utterance. That was what I was just that was what was happening to me. I just felt full and then I couldn't contain. And then it began to come out as utterance. Amen? And that is scriptural. Well, it's a scriptural. I mean, you know, in uh, the book of Corinthians, Paul said, you know, maybe I will just will open that just to explain, like I said, to explain it uh, because it's also part of receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen? You know, the last time I was asking um, if anyone is baptized in the Spirit, eh? and I was saying, okay, I will still teach it, I will explain it, I will just you know, quickly just go through it. Amen. It's just for us to just understand that basics is, you know, you know sometimes, you know, me too, as well, as I talk, like, why are we teaching this thing? You know, but it's, it's needed. And some of us, we already know, some of us, we don't. Eh? And it's also part of bearing body that all of us will learn it together again. Amen. Um, the thing is, because you, you don't really, really know who will actually listen to this or who will listen to it later and, and receive the blessing there. Amen. But let me just continue quickly on what I was saying earlier about that wailing in the spirit. Uh, I, f I felt that there was, like I said earlier, I felt there was, a re out of that feeling, there's a release. There's a release. And that release is actually to, is overflowing to flow around. So I, f I felt there that God was pouring something. Uh, was pouring more of his, it was more, it's like more of his spirit. And there's a release of power. Because when, when you see Holy, Holy Spirit is actually this, is also the spirit of power. Why, why did I say that? When the apostles were baptized, they all received power. Right? They received power to begin to minister. And, and Holy Spirit came upon them 
and then power was endued upon them, was given to them. So Holy Spirit is the spirit of power, and there's a release of power, as like I said. That power, I, I just sense, is released to answer prayers. Both to answer prayers and also for blessing. For blessing for us here. Um, this is more like an encounter inwardly for us to know that no matter how we say it, no matter how it's, nothing will ever, ever satisfy the soul unless God actually pours into it. Nothing. Like I said, you know, that feeling, like I, that experience I just explained now, I felt full and then overflowing. That's actually what we were explaining in Psalm 23. See, thou anointed my cup with oil, and my cup runneth over. Yeah? So your cup needs to be filled constantly. Your cup needs to be filled until it is overflowing. Yeah? Because it is out of the abundance that you, you use to live. If you don't have enough, there will be a problem. Why? Because the things structured around you will take them away. Yeah? The things that are structured around you and I will steal them. That is why you need to give yourself more to the spirit. Mm? And I also want to say this to answer to some of us. I know because I, I just perceive some of us, eh, some of us in our journey, what we are really struggling is how do, how do I use this thing? How do I, so, some is even how do I access some of these things? And some of us, maybe we've been accessing them before. And then at some point, you just felt as if, ah, why is it not flowing again? What's going on? It just, it just means that there's a disconnect somewhere in your journey. And that disconnect, you must re- rewind and connect it back. There's just a disconnect. Eh? And then you notice that that disconnect will begin to flow into every other aspect of the journey. It will begin to flow in there, in and out, in and out, in and out. Eh? One of the best things a man could do to himself is to be sincere and worldly. Find where there is a disconnect and begin to repair them. Eh? Now, that one goes beyond just saying, I know we've been saying this, but I'll just repeat it again. It goes beyond just saying, Holy Ghost, help me, Holy Ghost, help me. It will help you, but you also need to help him. Eh? Which means there are things you need to give yourself diligently to. And one of the things I also sense recently is, see, see that prayer that we are praying for the baby? It's not just about that baby. It's not just about that baby. One of the things that will be battered with that prayer is it will, revata, it will revitalize people's prayer arrangement and life. Why? It's a prayer chain. And people, you need to connect. Now, there's something that I know is common, but not, not as common as it was before. What I mean by that is, is when bread, all of us, brethren, when we are together, we are actually constantly in prayer. Eh? Maybe we are laughing, we are eating, and we are, we are eating, but we are in prayer. When I say prayer, it does not mean that you're like, Father, Lord Jesus, Father, Lord Jesus, is the art posture. 
Just heart posture. Amen. I just address just a heart posture in the spirit. So there's a heart posture you need to build. And that's one of the things that Nick of the World does. You see all those, oh, you get born again, now start learning how to read your Bible, now start learning how to pray. It's actually a building to arrange a, to pre- arrange a Christian for the journey. Amen? Yeah. If we've not learned it eh, while we were growing, yeah. it's not too late to learn it. Don't think you, you, you will learn some things and you will just continue like that. And you think everything will be blissful. That doesn't mean that as you are journeying, you won't still access things. So it doesn't mean you won't. It doesn't mean that you will receive. You might receive. In other words, what that means is there will be loopholes in your growth. Right? Imagine someone that learned to pray well. There's a stature that is built from that. And so like I said, one of the things that that thing will do to all of us here is it will revitalize our prayer life. It's actually a learning. Yes. Right now, it's also it's a learning. Now, because this thing will also teach you how to align with the anointing. You know, sometimes there are things we need to learn, skills we need to learn in the spirit as Christians. And sometimes we might just be going and going and going and we just miss out of it. See, there there, there is also an instruction given in, in the guidelines there on how to pray. That instruction... It's actually the right way. It's the way to pray. Eh? It's the way to pray, but it's as if it has eluded uh, all many people. Okay, we are just doing our thing. But it's actually the right way to pray. Why? Because what prayer really does is prayer makes power available. When prayer makes power available, then, you, then the power is now used to walk through words. So when, you know, when Jesus will come and just declare, rise up and walk. No, maybe we just think, oh, he just said rise up and walk. No, it's because there's power available. Power has been made available. It's not, you know, it's not just that time. Based on his stature and his work, the way he prays, yeah, he, also, he will go and pray. Yeah? Secretly pray, he come out and We've even had teachings out of all those things. You know, you know, I never even heard that. That even Jesus says, pray without ceasing. You pray in the secret, you come out in the open. It's not, it's a real thing. It's real. Amen? Amen? So when we are growing as Christians, one of the things we need to learn is also learn how to pray. That prayer, and also if you will be faithful with that, with that praying thing, if you just be faithful with it, you notice that supernaturally you just notice a, a sh- a, an increase in your journey. You notice it. It will be an increase. Fernahasa. Eh? There will be an increase in your journey. You will journey faster. And most of the things you've been looking to understand will begin to make sense. Yes. Amen. So what am I saying? There's a way you must give yourself to studying the word and praying. Prayer, your prayer life must be okay. And again, prayer is not uh, just the act. Like I said, prayer is a heart posture. Amen? 
Eh? It's not by the, oh, 2 a.m. today, I'm praying. It's not by that. Of course, if that's what you are used to, no problem with it. There's no problem with that at all. But what is important is the prayer, the heart posture you have when it comes to prayer. You know, some people may be praying and they'll feel okay by the amount of, oh, Lebra, oh, you know, they'll feel okay because they've prayed. But it's not really by that, really. And it's another thing. You can pray for hours and you won't be actually praying because you're not praying aright. You see? You may be praying, 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 so you're, because you're not praying aright, after a while, you know, I feel like, yeah, why am I not feeling? It's because you're not praying aright. Eh? So you might, one of, one of the things that Satan has done to our generation is to make us to be, to, to, to pray, how do I put it? That's the word I'm looking for. To be ignorant prayer warriors. Let me just use that word. When you say ignorant, because we don't know the act to pray, we don't know how to pray. We don't know how to pray. Amen. Amen. Let's just quickly open First uh, John chapter 5. I'm moving into prayer. Mm. So I'm going to read from verse 14 to 15. Say, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. So if any man see, okay, let me, let me just read that, that, that the one I'm reading is 15. He said, and if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have petition that we desired of him. Here is actually a secret to prayer. What is a secret? There's, this, there's just steps. They said, and this is the confidence, confidence one, that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. So they are saying here, the right way to pray is one, in confidence. One saying confidence means in faith. Yes. Now, when you pray, you pray in faith. You don't pray in uh, unbelief. Like Kenneth Hagin would say, you don't beg. So when you are praying, you don't beg. And it doesn't mean you are commanding God. Ah, I decree you, this thing, do it for me. No. When you are praying, you have to pray in faith. Knowing that whatever you ask of him, he has heard you and he will give. Why? They also explained it here. You know, I said that if we ask anything according to his will, and this is where many of us miss it. In short, we read this scripture and the thing elude our mind. Why? 
when we are praying, we don't we, we just think, oh, it says that uh, we have confidence that what we ask, it will give us, and we pray according to His will. But that thing does not reckon with our mind that if it is according to His will, it doesn't arrange, right? Which means, in order to pray, you must have an understanding of God's will. When you say you have an understanding of God, so it means don't just carry and be praying, Father Lord, give me. Two, uh, two bicycles. Quick question. <laughs> Do you need bicycle? Is it in God's will for you to have a bicycle at that time? And why are you laughing? You do pray for God to give you a bicycle. <laughs> Amen. Right? You don't, it, there's, there's an understanding of God's will. Now, how do you understand God's will? It means you have to know the word. God's will comes out of the word. It's not by what you're seeing. It's not by what you believe should be, but it's by what the word says, which means you need to find will inside word. Once you have found will, then you can pray it. Eh? When you are, then you, are, you, are, you have confidence. Because you know that it is his will, mm-hmm. then when you pray, he will hear you because you are praying according to the word, according to God's will. So you must learn to pray and pray. One of the things is that will help us is, and I know this thing is a struggle, the connection between word and prayer, right, is a struggle. Most of us, we, we pray. We are, we, are, we are prayers. When you say we pray, we are prayers. We ourselves, we are prayers. Because some of us are, forget it too, when they are praying, eh? when some of us are praying, we are prayers. And there's a way that thing makes us feel good. I'm praying, 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 praying. You know, I just, you know, I just want to go and pray. And then God spoke to me and said to me, okay. And there's another thing that, that thing makes you feel okay and sweet. I pray God spoke to me. Um, but see, when you are praying, make sure that you have word around you. Because as you are praying, you may think God is speaking to you. But even in that, there's a way. You know, there's a way. Even they can even arrange Bible around, around the the word. Okay, I know how to pray. I know how to pray. Even speak and arrange a word around it. But what you need to deal with in order to be able to pray properly is the heart. And also know how there's a help needed to pray. Now, the help needed to pray means that you need, I love the word help, there's a help needed to pray. What do I mean by that? Because the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. Help me open that Bible, please, so that someone can help me read it. Okay, say likewise, the spirit also helped our infirmities. Why? For we know not what we should 
we ought. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Why is the scripture saying this? It's because the, mo- the way we are arranged, we are already arranged carnally. Because we are already arranged carnally, it will be hard to know how to pray or properly pray accurately. Because we'll be more naturally inclined to our natural way of thinking of things. We won't be able to move beyond the natural plane into the supernatural to actually access the, the substance of prayer. Most of the time, you no, know, we are praying. You no, know, there's, 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 there's a prayer of faith and there's a prayer. Right? Prayer of faith simply means you are aligning your faith to pray for things. Like Kenneth Egan will say, you know, like a prayer of faith, for example, he was talking about um, someone that wants to receive the spirit. Right? And then if there, there is actually the, I'll say, the grace for, to baptize people with the spirit that comes by the laying on of hands. Said if the minister did even have that, they can pray a prayer of faith, knowing that God will give it, right? So that's the, there's, a, there's a difference there. So there's the prayer of faith, because we know it's according to God's will. Let's just join our faith, let's pray, right? And then there is the grace eh, for to give by the, uh, the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. So there is the grace, and then there is the f- or prayer of faith. Amen. Now, we need to learn how to connect the two because you need to know how to, how to work the two. Amen. Prayer of faith doesn't mean that you just... Uh, how do I put it? No, there's a way you know that this one, you may not necessarily know God's but you're just aligning with Scripture based on the will of God you found from Scripture. Okay. For example, now God says, let us uh, say my will for you is of good and not of evil and to give you an expected end. Now, there's a way you can take that scripture and begin to pray it without understanding and be using it for natural things. To give me an expected end. So because it's an expected end, therefore, I'm uh, I am uh, entitled to physical blessings. But they, what they told you is an expected end. That end, you, you don't know it. You need to ask the person that knows the expected end. It's not saying you know the expected end. It's to give you, you're not a good but to give you an expected end. You need to know the expected end from the person. Eh? Then you now, okay. Once you know the expected end, and you begin to pray. Amen. So whenever you are praying, one, what must be involved is faith must be involved. There is no prayer without faith. Meaning, see that confidence. And there is no faith without accessing the word. Because where faith comes is through the word. Mm. Now, faith comes by the word. Eh? Faith comes not but by the word. By hearing the word. That's Romans... Uh, is it 10 or 1? 10, okay. Yeah. But by the word of God. So what, what, that, what that means is that anywhere where the word of God is declared, 
there's a tendency for faith to be quickened in the heart. Right? So you need to access the word, know what the will of God is, and begin to pray. Amen. So let me quickly go back to where, you know, where, 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 where I've been speaking from. Uh, it says that we do not outbreak as we ought to. Simply because of our arrangement, our understanding, the way we are aligned naturally. Uh, and this is where Satan hides a lot. Because it just makes men think all kinds of things. And people even coined doctrines out of that and begin to use it for, uh, for personal gain, for, you know, just praying, praying amiss, you know. Is that, you know, so, you know there's, there's a, there's a, I'll get there. There's a way people, when they are praying, and then you hear, ah, Father, I, I, we are begging you. If Kenneth should hear that, he will tell the person, that is not a prayer of faith. He said, there's nothing like that. Amen. Okay, so let me continue quickly to that because of time. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. As we ought to. But the Spirit itself mm-hmm. maketh intercession for okay. us. Okay. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. With groanings which cannot be uttered. With groanings that cannot be uttered. See that thing there? That groaning that cannot be uttered. The demonstration of it is what happened earlier when we were, when we were just praying. It's a groaning that can't be uttered, but it's a prayer. You are praying, but you are not the one praying. You are praying in alignment with the Spirit. That's what that is. But you can never... Here's the thing. This one that they are talking about, I'm, I'm saying it carefully, but you can never access it if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Not just have if you are not baptized. Because many people will be wondering, ah, why do I need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, right? There's a, there's a need for it. This one, you won't access it if you're not baptized. The reason is because the power to quicken it is not available except you are baptized. That one is a more of inward walking. Before you can groan, you must have a well inside that is rising, quickening, quickening, being quickened. And then out of the explosion like I was explaining and then utterance comes forth and the utterance comes forth as groanings that one is that one is only ghost only ghost uh, channeled prayer let me use that word and has to do with some feeling has to be involved before you can access that so which means if you are not baptized in the spirit you won't be able to access this one. Because many people will be like, ah, it's not everybody that needs to be baptized. Okay, no problem. It's not everybody that needs to be baptized in the Spirit. No wahala. Doesn't mean you're not a child of God. You're a child of God. But there are so many things you won't access in the Spirit. That's just what that is. Now, why everybody is patient and waiting for everybody you know, to come and you know, whenever they are ready to receive the Holy Spirit. There are just, it's like this. There is a diff- there's a world, the whole world enclosed, and you are just dead to that reality without the baptism. It doesn't mean the Holy Ghost won't come to you, you know, talk to you. Oh, why? Well, because you notice some people give their life to Christ, right? And immediately you'll be like, ah, I feel something different in me. 
I felt something is beginning to instruct. Oh, it's the Holy Spirit. Of course. But that is different from baptism. You may have that kind of experience where Holy Ghost can lead in little, in different, different areas, but it won't be able to tell you some things. One of the reasons why baptism or feeling is needed is so that even in Holy Ghost, there are voices. For you to be able to hear his voice, you need some feeling. Now, Holy Ghost voice begins to increase and change as you are filled more and more and more and more. Now, and as you are filled, you are accessing different realms in the spirit. Because what they fill you into is to increase your uh, spiritual capacity. Once you are filled, eh, there's some measure of strength given to you. That strength, you can use it to then access things in the spirit. But if you don't have that feeling, you won't have the strength to access some of those things in the spirit. So that's what that is. Right? So that's why they need to keep feeling and feeling and feeling so that you can continue growing and journeying in the spirit. So like I said, if someone is a believer that just give their life to Christ, or not just, maybe you have even given your life to Christ one billion years ago, but you've not been baptized, there's a limitation in the spirit because there are things you will never access. There are conversations you will never access because you won't be open to those kind of conversation in the spirit. Every instruction that Holy Ghost begins to give, it, it comes from a conversation. Right? Now, there's a conversation you must have had with him that where instruction will come out from. But you won't be able to have those kinds of conversation if you are not open to them or directed to them through the access you are given. So when you are filled, you have access, you begin to have some conversations, then things flow from there. Mm? Does that make sense? Right? So that is why uh, this one is an answer to a question that people will be saying, why do, why do we need to be filled? We are all Christians of God. Yes, but if you are not filled, if you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, it's just as simple as that. There are things you will never... There are, there are riches you won't access in the spirit. That's just what that is. Right? And can I think it was explained? Ah, reasons why you did it? Ah, because when you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you are praying in the Holy Ghost. See, this, what this one is even teaching us is how to actually pray in the Holy Ghost. Right? If you don't pray in the Holy Ghost, there are, uh, there are some edification that happens during that kind of experience that doesn't happen. Where you are just, oh Lord, I thank you. Uh, Jesus, I give you praise. I, I thank you for your loving kindness. Uh, Father, glory be to your name. Uh, Jesus, we give you praise. Bye-bye. Sometimes you yourself, you will know that, maybe, maybe, okay, you may not know if you have not come around maybe believers that express them. Sometimes even believers expressing it is a problem because other people will not be feeling judged. Why are these people speaking in tongues? Do they want to make other people feel bad? That's one thing that Satan used to fight people too. It's true. You wonder, why are they speaking in tongues? Are they and this one, and Satan is wicked though. Now begin to play it in the person's mind. This one is trying to speak as if he can speak more than this person. I don't even like other kind of conversation. It's not like that though. Everybody has different expression. That's another thing we do because 
this thing is also personality. There's, there's a way God, like I, I think I mentioned it, there's a way God gave everybody some kind of personality in the spirit. Everybody's personality in the spirit is different. Which means the expression also will be different. Why? Because our personality sometimes defines a way Holy Ghost can actually flow with us. Eh? Some, some people may be rigid in the spirit. Just arranged, just rigid. There are some way Holy Ghost can use them. But there are some people, they're just free. So free, anything. No, no there's no shame. Holy Ghost is coming. That, you know, this one that even happened to me too, I could have kept, and why would I say, oh, I was that... That thing looks stupid. What's this? What's that? Right? But if someone is too arranged, too arranged, they won't, only goes won't be able to flow in them in that kind of expression. So which means, if, in order to also be effective in the spirit, you, you should be open, free. Let only goes flow. Eh? Don't be shy. When you are shy, you will lock up things in the spirit. Why? Because you won't be able to express. And here's the secret. Holy Ghost is expression. There's an expression in the Holy Spirit that needed to be made open. Amen? And, oh, wow. Expression needed to be made open that we need to give ourselves to. Now, you don't notice that the more you give yourself to this kind of thing, you now begin to notice that there are some longing inside you that you didn't even know that only God will begin to answer. Those ex- expression itself will open you up. You know, we, as we personally, we are locked up. Because we don't like to show ourselves. We like to... Everybody likes to hang. No, 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 let me not be too... Mm-mm. When you begin to express those kind of things, you don't notice that only God begin to open you up. Things you yourself didn't even know you have in you. Holy Ghost will begin to remove them. Begin to open your you, you know, ah, wow, you are free. Some of your arrangement needs to be the array, removed. Some ideas won't go, except Holy Ghost deals with those kind of things. Because we want to hold on to some of the... One, one of the things that the feeling of the Spirit would do to a man is to make you... Uh, don't, this thought, don't run away, don't run away. Ah. And I have, I was seeing it in my, in my mind, and there's a word I wanted to use. Uh, it's free, but not free. I want to use. Hey, why did you what? Hey, flexible. It's more like that. Flexible. And there's a way you'll be flexible in the spirit that you are not naturally like that. Hmm? You're just flexible, open, free. Eh? Only goes just begin to open you up, remove things, arrange things, align things. Eh? Those things will now bet more experience in the spirit because it begins to pave way for Holy Ghost to flow freely. Whatever you are not free is a problem for Holy Ghost. It's not a problem for you. It's a problem for Holy Ghost too. It's a problem because it can't flow there. No way. It won't fight you. It won't fight you. Which means even to receive the Holy Spirit is a war you need to fight. Because you need to, first of all, believe and be free. Okay, I want to be stupid. One. Two. I want to give myself to something that I will naturally not give myself to. So it's a war. You need to actually fight that one. 
okay, I believe there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit and I want it. Because Kenneth Egan mentioned uh, an example. I think I've, I've mentioned it before, yes. A, a, is it one of, is a pastor, but is a pastor in uh, maybe one of those Anglican, but it's not Pentecostal. But he felt, he just felt that there was something missing. <laughs> that about this idea. And that, that's what came to my mind when I was saying that when you are around brethren, you may, you may not know that you need it until you are around some people that express it openly. And then like, ah, there's something, there's something here. So you can, there's two ways you can take it. You can take it as, ah, these people are overly expressive and stupid. And two, you can take it as, wait, I want what these people have. So he was just he was explaining that the pastor felt there's a disconnect. Although he's been leading the church for a long time, he's been leading them and leading them and leading them for a long time, and he just felt something is not okay. He felt some what I what I read it as like that he felt powerless. That's how I interpreted it. He felt powerless. Not began to pray. He was not praying. I said, if what this uh, Pentecostal people have is what I need. Father, give it to give it to me. Because he knew that there's something missing inside inside, and that is how all of us eh, who know that there's something missing inside. If we are not filled, there is always a void, always a void. The moment you notice there's a void, it just means you need more filling. Eh? And from time to time, those voids might come up. Is, is a way of heaven telling you they need to expand your capacity. These ones that you've been using, using is okay, but it's time to increase the oil. Then whatever instruction heaven is bringing around you that time, begin to follow it because it will, will bring the oil. Amen. So like I said, the pastor prayed that prayer and as he prayed, then I noticed that ah, something is happening now. Now began, now he received the Holy Spirit. He began to speak in tongues. He said, wow. They now quickly called one uh, Pentecostal pastor that he knew. And he said, wait, oh, ah, I now have what you guys have. Oh. Now began to speak in tongues on the phone. I said, wow. Bless the Lord. They not both glorified God. They prayed together and, and that was it, right? And so that pastor knew, what I was bringing out of that is, that pastor knew that there's something the Pentecostal have that he doesn't. And said, ah, if there is, if this thing that they have is what I don't have, God give it to me. Thank God that he was able to identify that, right? Because there's a need, there's a void. There is a limit to how far Holy Ghost can lead you if you are not filled. Eh? Your capacity of feeling is how far Holy Ghost can lead you. Pretty much. The, by your, is by your capacity. It can't lead you beyond your capacity. So if you want to lead you beyond your capacity, what it will do is begin to move things around you to increase your capacity so that it can instruct you. Because it's a voice. Like I said, Holy Ghost is a voice. And in that voice, you need to grow in his voice too. Voices, 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 voices. Amen. So that is why we need to be filled. This one, that one there, we need feeling to make it happen. You won't be able to grow. You won't even know what groaning is. Because to groan is a spiritual expression that comes from within. And that one is coupled with the expression of being filled. 
right? But there's a way, when Kenneth was explaining you know, the, the feeling, he says, there's a way it is some, they receive it, it comes as a bubble in their tummy, and then bubbles up until it comes out as utterance. Some, their jaw, tongue is heavy. Uncontrollably, it will just be uttering. Right? The way only goes that is those is that those the joy is what people use for utterance, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what what he was explaining that time. So it's either it comes and what everybody will identify with that is common is that one within. You know, feel a bubbling, like water inside. It's like a sweet wine, something like that, that it begins to bubble up within. And then after it bubbles, it now comes out as expressions. Hmm? And that is actually also how to speak in tongue. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's not just that we'll go run away with Holy Ghost. Ah, ba, 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 ba. No. It's a flowing from within. Right? There's a, there's a flow that has to take place. Holy Ghost bubbles up. Eh? And if anybody wants to receive the Holy Ghost, it's very simple. Very, very simple. One, it's just so that the person knows that Holy Spirit is given and has been made available since Pentecost. Finish. That's one. It's been made available. Anybody can access it. Now, anybody that is born again is ready to receive the Holy Ghost. The baptism of... When I say receive, because people will say, what is he saying? What I meant is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because when you say receive Holy Ghost, you like, but where have Holy Spirit? I know. What I'm talking about is the baptism with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's what this, that's how, you know, have you received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? There's a difference. That evidence means there's, an, there's a plus. If anybody gets born again, let's say you just have iPhone. But when you're baptized, then you now have iPhone plus. You always know that there's a difference between iPhone and iPhone. There's always a difference. It's not the same. Right? The same way is like that. That's how it's in the spirit too. So everybody must uh, know that. It's not, it's not a way of demeaning because I know that thing is a problem. Each time you mention this topic, you know, some people have been fighting. Ah, what is, and, and I don't know, maybe some people really, really wanted it. But it's just the way because I know someone that was speaking with uh, pain in their heart one time like eh, is this way that other people make us feel as if you know is, uh, that if you don't have it you are you are a uh, yeah, what was that word the person used I can't remember but pretty much what they were saying is that ah, they feel them they make them feel inferior because of the way people were speaking it around them and it's certain that is doing it yes why because instead of them being open ah I want to have this to know. Satan is recreating some other things in the mind for them to be thinking, ah, why do people, people speak like this? Is it because me, I don't, you know, they're not feeling inferior because others have it. And that's Satan. is a problem. It's Satan that is doing that. Because normally when you see people expressing that, you should be creating some interest. Hey, I want this thing too. I want this thing too. Right? And when that interest is there, then you now notice that Holy Ghost will when the person prays for it, it will come. Because one of the one of the problem of receiving it is that block. There's a there's a, there's a disconnect between to have faith to receive it. 
So when that disconnect is there, when that block is there, if we don't remove it, it will take a while for people to actually come into the expression of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Like I said, just believe that uh, it's available and true. Anybody that is born again, anybody, like I said in last Tuesday, what I, was, I think what I, what I was trying to get to is just make this clear that Christ has to come to prepare a way so that Holy Ghost can come. So when Christ died, he has created a way so that everybody can access Holy Spirit. It's no longer to just those three people we mentioned, right? It's no longer to kings, priests, and uh, prophets. It's no longer to them alone, but made available to everybody. You know, and people coined doctrines out of that because that priest one is the one that people coined doctrines out of mostly. Why? Because some... uh, Spiritual, I said some doctrines just said only priests can read Bible because they are anointed. You know, I was, when I, was, I was explaining the anointing that they have to anoint the priest, right, to make them separate. And that thing, they carried it into the modern, into the New Testament. And it said only priests can open Bible. Only priests can mediate to God. Okay? I don't know why I'm shy, but everybody knows what that one is. Is, the, is the, the Catholic doctrine is arranged around that. Yeah? But in as much as there is that arrangement, the New Testament has actually journeyed beyond that. The New Testament, a New Testament believer is no longer under that kind of arrangement. Everybody can access the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean that there's no place for priests... Priests are like pastors. That's majorly they are. If if you if you look at the scriptures, there's you won't see priests in the New Testament. What you see are pastors, bishops, evangelists. You know you see all those, but in the New Testament you won't see priests because the order has changed. There's a there's a rearrangement. The only the only priest we have now is Christ. And Christ is our high priest. And the work of a the real work of a priest is not just to be going to the tabernacle and be officiating things. There's actually meaning to that arrangement. The main meaning is to mediate between people and God. Because there's a disconnect between people and God at that time. But now that bridge has been made. Christ is now the what the mediator between men and God. So when Christ did that, it's also made available Holy Ghost so everybody can access him. Yes. Eh? So it's no longer... And, that, and that's, I, I believe Martin Luther King was fighting, fighting, fighting that time. When he fought, and then he came out, and then they called them Protestants. Because they protested against the, the, the doctrine there. But it's actually God that pushed him to do that. In eh? as much as, you know, like I said, in as much as we should not you know, disdain priests, you know, in the cat because also God also have them in heart, right? Mm-hmm. We should not disdain them, but it's just with wisdom knowing how to work with them. But that priestly thing uh, is actually exclusively set for Christ in the New Testament. But believers can have pastors, can have people guide them. Eh? Fivefold ministry: pastors, evangelists, prophet, 
teachers and apostles, 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 prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, right? All that the fivefold ministry is what my Christ now gave for the edification of the body. Every everybody you see must find themselves arranged in one of those. Whether you call yourself a priest or a bishop or whatever, you must find yourself in one of those five, or maybe one or two of those five. You must find yourself there. That's just what God has set now for the edification of the body. Amen. So I'll quickly move back to the, the giving of the Holy Ghost, right? So the giving of the Holy Ghost is given so that everybody can access uh, God, right? And not just three set of people can receive it. Everybody can receive it, like I said. So everybody can receive the Holy Ghost. It's made available. Now, again, when you're not receiving the Holy Ghost, you don't just... Uh, it's not that you will receive the Holy Ghost and then you will not do anything when it comes to speaking in tongues. Say, the scripture is clear. They all speak as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. So what Holy Ghost gives is utterance. But you will not do the speaking. So if you are praying in the... You are, you, are, you are looking at how do these people do it. It's not about is Holy Ghost will give utterance. Now, how you explain utterance is, is that bubbling inside is actually utterance. So that bubbling, as the bubbling is coming, or if the joy is heavy and they are speaking uncontrollably, like, no, 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 you'll be saying things, you may be saying things that does not make sense, right? Even though you are speaking all those things, it's actually Holy Spirit thing because it's foolishness to the natural mind, right? then the bubbling inward will begin to bubble, bubble, and come out. And when that bubbling comes, you, you now speak in faith. Right? So you speak that thing that is bubbling inside. And that is why it doesn't really make sense to the natural mind when you are speaking it. Because what is bubbling inside is not your language. It's not English. It's not uh, Yoruba. It's not Ausa. It's not uh, Edo. It's not... What else? French. It's not... Uh, Spanish is not, um, no, there's one, it's not Igbo, there's one, it's not Okrika. It's not what I wanted to say. It's, I'm going to, I wanted to speak alive. Eh? You don't speak? Both of them, ah, okay, 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 I didn't know, I didn't know. It's not Okrika, it's not, uh, what else? Another reverse language. Eh? It's not a query. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. All the languages we know. Uh, what else? Who, who, who else is, uh, have spoken Yoruba? There's Edo, Ibo. Uh-huh. It's not a query. It's not that. It's a spiritual language. So it makes sense that once the spiritual language is coming from inward and you begin to speak, it won't make sense to you. But it's actually making sense in the spirit. Because what you are speaking is a spiritual language. What that means is, what speaking in tongues enables you is to have a spiritual communication. Without tongues, you won't be able to speak spiritual communication properly. You won't, even, you won't have communication because what you have is, you know, when you have, uh, you are, I know mothers who are, we all have a mother, it's mothers that will understand this one very well. When children are growing, their language is not clear. It's not clear, and then as they are growing, then the language becomes clearer. It becomes clearer. So if one is not baptized, your language will not be clear in the spirit. 
It won't be clear. You will be misfiring. And misfire, misfire, you are even trying, that means you are even touching it. But you, won't even, you, won't even, you just won't even be able to access what that is, basically, right? You won't be able to access it. You just work with what you have naturally, you know, the little, little Holy Ghost help me. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, that one. But when it comes to actually accessing conversations in the Spirit, you won't be able to. And that is how uh, the baptism is needed. Amen? So, like I said, once the, the utterance is given, and you do the speaking. Eh? And then, nobody should be believing that you will receive a counterfeit. When God gives you Holy Ghost, He won't give you something else. If He gives you Holy Ghost, He gives you Holy Ghost. He said, you be wicked. If you're not to give your children good things, how much more your father? Will you ask him for food and he'll give you stone? He won't give you stone. He'll give you what you ask for, but you just have to ask in faith and believe that He can give you those things. Amen. So that is why speaking in tongues is very, very important and to be filled. Now, I mean, you were saying speaking in tongues and filled is, because I mean, one leads to another. When you are filled, you speak in tongues. So it's not as if it's um, interchanging. It's when you are filled, you speak in tongues. As your feeling continues and increases, your tongue will actually change. Eh? As, the, as they are pouring more oil, your tongue, you notice your tongue will begin to change. They begin to access different t- kind of tongues. Eh? You won't just be speaking your natural tongue. You'll be speaking angelic tongue. Eh? If you're speaking angelic tongue, you, you may even speak a different tongue. Eh? Apart from the angelic one that is higher than angelic tongue, which is God's kind. Hmm? What that means is when I say God's kind of tongue, it means when God... Is speaking, there is an authority that comes with it that you'll be able to utter. Then God can permit, you know, just based on grace, right, to just utter that. But if you're not able to feel that at all, ah, it will be hard though. You're going to make work hard for Holy Ghost. Very hard. Amen. But like I said, Sha, the Spirit must be given. Anybody that is born again can access it. So if you want to enjoy this kind of thing, Mm, this kind of feeling, if you want to enjoy it, you need to be baptized. Now, just for the, to be, how do I put it, to do justice to it. If anybody, you know, it's like when they preach, they say, if you want to give your life to Christ, come. Eh? Anybody, oh, nobody, okay, well, go. I'm going to ask, if anybody is not baptized, whether you're listening to me online or here, and you want to be baptized, we can pray for you. And pray in faith so that Holy Ghost can baptize, so that you can also enjoy these things. There are so many, it will be hard to enjoy the feeling and the blessing that God really wants to give you if you don't have those kind of feelings. Yeah? To really, really quench, quench your thirst, you need Holy Ghost. That feeling inside, nothing satisfied. You were your father, we suffice. Ah, see that you and your father. Those ones who come before the ghost didn't come. Oh. Don't even understand father and cry. When you say you and your father, that, that uh, song is not talking about the you there is Christ. Right? You and your father, the father is God. Although we know that the, the Godhead, right? Father, son, Holy Ghost. You and your father will suffer. It's just, it's, it's just talking about the totality of God entirely, right? 
You see, when you're talking about Jesus, when you're talking about Christ and God, you're actually talking about Holy Ghost. You're actually talking about because he is the, the unseen. is the spirit. The spirit of God. is eh? the unseen one. But he's there. Amen? So, you know, if you want to enjoy that depth, depth in the spirit that we, we need to access, but it's by these things, it's by this giving, it's by this blessing. So if anybody wants to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, you can ask and we'll pray in faith and we'll believe God will give it. Amen. Amen. Now there was a time, I, I think I, maybe I mentioned this testimony before, when I was in Edmonton. I think, yeah, I think I have. And we were there, we were praying. You'll be so surprised. There were people there. Holy Ghost was moving, moving. But there were two people there that they, they too, they like the expression, but they, they have a personal grudge against speaking in tongue. And the Holy Ghost just moved us to teach on tongue. I, I didn't happen to me, I don't even know. But we're just talking, and that someone asked a question, and then I began, I began to speak. And then Holy Ghost just moved us, and I just started talking about tongues. Then the person, I, I don't know, the conversation moved somehow, and then the person started talking. I said, ah, even this tongue, speaking in tongue thing, that I don't, I don't really like it because it feel, the person feels that it's intimidating. Other people kind of intimidated because they, they speak it as, and it's as if they're always in competition with one another. I'm like, like if you don't like, I'm like, ah, okay, come. And I, we're now talking to the person, saying, it's not like that too. Number one, even to speak in tongues is an, actually is an act of faith. And that single statement was what caused the breakthrough. It's an act of faith. God says it as faith. Why? Because you are denying your natural thing to believe what you don't know. Ah, okay. So I said, okay. After we discussed and talked about the, uh, the tongues, and then the Nath said, okay, they want to leave God. Now prayed. As we are praying, God told me that, that one will take it. This one will not. Ah. I said, okay, wait, let's, let's wait and see. So now, as we pray, we pray for the two. That one started speaking. Right there. So I was like, yeah, we said, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and the person was, was shy. Ah, is that it? So I said, yes, that's it. That's, tongue. that's, that's the tongue. He said, just continue speaking. Just speak it. <laughs> but the other person was, I just laugh. I say, just pray. I say, you've received it because we, we believe, because we pray, we ask God and He will give you. You just have to ex- believe and express, let the expression flow. So the person did not speak in tongues, right? But as God says, oh, we are going on a Saturday, James, hey, James man. I said, well, man, God told me that. I said, yeah. But I felt it was just a faith thing inside the person. The person still didn't believe. But me, I know for sure by God's grace, the moment the person just believes and just opens their heart, they will receive it and begin to speak. Amen? So if anybody wants to receive baptism, we'll pray and we'll believe God will give it. Eh? It's not, uh, it's, there's nothing we ask that he won't give, he will ask according to his will. And we know this one is according to his will. According to scriptures. In different places, it's according to scriptures. Anybody that wants will receive. Amen? So let me just round up quickly. This kind of expression, praying, we need the help of the Spirit. And that's where I branch into this. We need help, right? We need to be helped. It's only Spirit that helps us to pray aright. 
because we will pray amiss if we don't have the help. So the person that really helps us to pray, that, say, but the Holy Ghost, read it again. I want to go read about that infirmity part. Mm-hmm. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our, our infirmity. Say, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmity. That infirmity is, is our inability to pray accurately. Eh? Yes. Mm. Our infirmities means all the arrangement against spiritual understanding, against spiritual protocol on how to actually pray and receive things. It's, talk about, it's actually talking about understandings that has framed men and made them not... Uh, able to access things and, and accurately accurately uh, follow paths in the spirit to be able to pray properly, right? So this only goes from our help our member by removing those limitations. So by when he helps our infirmity, is we he connects us spiritually and then begins to pray. In that said again, even with groanings that cannot be uttered, yeah? someone maybe. I don't know, maybe sometimes you are even hearing uh, Edith too, when she's praying. It's actually a groaning, is a prayer, is a form of prayer too. Yeah? So a groaning that cannot be uttered is prayer. How? Now, it may, not be, it, it, it may not be fruitful to your own understanding. That, under, that your understanding there is your natural understanding, but it's fruitful to your spiritual understanding. Now, when you begin to speak in tongues, what, the, what happens to you is you are edified. Ah, let me end time has gone. You are edified. When you are praying in the spirit, there is edification happening in you. And we need to exercise that more often. Even us that we, we know we, we've, we've been praying in the spirit, we should do it more. Because you need to be edified. And again, like I said, this season, don't miss it. Eh, let Holy Ghost help to build your spiritual prayer life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is why I'll put a pen to it today. I believe uh, God has helped us. Amen. 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 Any question? Come on, go. 30 minutes. Be good. And then we'll continue from there. Amen. Question? No question? Okay. Let us begin to thank God for today. Oh, wait. Before we, before we go again, so nobody wants us to pray for the Holy Spirit? No problem. Nobody. I should check my phone. Nobody. Okay. All right. In that case, we'll continue. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Kathy, please help us pray.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Things that give us uh, tools to mm. assess the spirit. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for mm. pouring out yourself. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for giving us measure, even mm. in understanding. Yes, Lord. Even in understanding, interpreting the things that happen. Thank you, Father, mm. for utterance. Mm. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for utterance. Yes, Lord. Thank you for utterance. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. These are the keys. Mm. These are the keys. 
into many, many, many entrances. Yes, Lord. Into many, many spiritual entrances. Yes, Lord. Many things, many things. Many, many yes. messages. Yes. Yes, many Lord. blessings. Yes. Many things. Yes. Many, many abundant borders. Yes. Mm. Yes. Many, yes, many abundant, many, many things ah, that has you. been prepared for you, you in your spirit. Yes, Lord. Now you. have you thank given, you. given, given with ease. To assess these things, yes, even Lord. in the place Jesus. of prayer, yes, Lord. in the place of prayer, yes. in the yes, place Lord. of prayer, yes, Lord. Father, we thank you, thank you, Lord. thank you, thank you for access, yes, Lord. Thank you for access, yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this understanding that we can come before you in, yes. in, in knowledge, knowing, hmm. knowing how to assess your throne, yes, even Lord. In mercy. Even through mercy, even by mercy. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for help. Yes. With such great help. Yes. Very great help. Yes, Lord. Great, great help. Yes, Lord. Help for entrance. Yes, Lord. Help for entrance. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every soul yes, Lord. that is seeking secretly, that is seeking. To come into even higher grades mm. of encounter. Yes, Lord. Father, we pray even by this mercy that has been opened up. Father, you will visit. Amen. 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 Father, you will visit her. Amen. 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 Visit. You will yes, be visit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for you have promised in this season and you have committed to, to, to opening up spiritual things yes. this season to many who are seeking. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you and we Jesus. know that you will, you will do even more. Thank you, Lord. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the 